Good evening, everybody. Happy New Year. This is Sean Bianco, host of At the Opera. Welcome. Every Saturday night, I bring you an opera cover to cover, followed by opera potpourri. I'm back. Yes, I am back. So, first of all, uh, tonight uh, is going to be an all-opera potpourri because we did not have a potpourri on December 31st, New Year's Eve. And many of you uh, that night uh, wrote in to me, email, I even got a few phone calls, Sean, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> so let me ex- just briefly explain what happened on New Year's Eve. First of all, it was a storm of the century. We lost power to the transmitter. But even had we had power, you wouldn't have heard my show anyway, because all the NPR affiliates got preempted by NPR with a special New Year's uh, Eve program. So we all got bumped, and I perfected that on the website. I put up saying, hey, there's no opera tonight. Just listen to the NPR show. Well, not even the NPR show went on the air because of the storm. Now, those of you who streamed us online, uh, the classical stream and live stream, it, it, everything was up and on, and I think that was fine. But just those of you listening on a terrestrial radio, you just got snow. And those of you up in the snow got snow and snow on the radio. <laughs> So I apologize for that, but here I am, 2023. Wow, it seems strange to say that, 2023. And we are going to start off with a bang. We're going to begin with an opera potpourri because I want to give you what you all wanted at the end of December. Thank you to everyone who wrote in uh, for the Christmas Eve program, Amal the Night Visitors in Puccini's La Boheme. Also, um... I love when my listeners uh, correct me about something I said on the air. And this particular listener just happened to be my wife. When I said that the recording I played of La Boheme on Christmas Eve was an all-Italian cast with the exception of American soprano Anna Mofo. And, of course, that was not true because also Greek-American or American-Greek, however you want to look at it, soprano Maria Callas was also in that cast. So there were two non-Italians in that recording, not just one. So small point, but I want to uh, correct that. But tonight is just opera potpourri, so just sit back and relax, and uh, I'll be talking about next uh, week's program. Of course, uh, this morning we had had the Metropolitan Opera broadcast uh, of Medea, which is a great opera. And I have a recording of Medea um, with uh, Collis, Somewhere, a live one, I believe, and I'll have to dig it out. I've never played it on the show, I don't think, but I'll have to go back and check the archives. But yeah, really cool opera, and I hope you enjoyed that. So I'm back. Um, I've had a uh, had lunch and had some coffee, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> a double dose of opera, double dose of yours truly, as always, your obedient servant, Sean Bianco, for opera at the Met and also here on At the Opera. All right. Well, I got not, not a whole lot to say other than just thank you for a great year, 2022. Thank you so much for all the support, all the letters, all the correspondence and emails, everyone who wrote in, everyone who supports the station. Thank you. All of our um, made possibles by tonight. I have four different people, uh, groups of people who uh, or people who help keep this program on the air, and I'll be mentioning them throughout the evening. But uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be back, and I'm happy to uh, start off the new year 
with what, what I know is one of your favorite programs, All Opera Parade, the best of the best of opera world, your favorites, my favorites, and a few surprises as well. A great show, by the way, to introduce opera to somebody who, does, who says they don't like opera. Um, my opera potpourri shows have created uh, quite a few converts over the years um, who they sit and listen, oh, I know that tune, oh, I've heard that song, oh, I know that from that commercial, you know, or whatever, Toriador. Um, yeah, you know, um, opera has, finds an interesting way to, to, to sort of weave its way into our, our culture, into our collective consciousness, whether we realize it or not. And so opera potpourri shows is a great way to have that experience again. So um, all I have to say is Happy New Year. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad we're back on the air and this transmitter is in full power um, tonight. And, um, and I'm going to just play opera potpourri. All righty. We're going to begin with a bit of drama. Yes. Well, yes. No. No exception. Drama, drama. Here it comes. Are you ready? Okay. Hope you're sitting down. Here we go. Opera potpourri. Enjoy. Here come those Valkyries. Look out.
Well, what can you say about that? Carlo Baragonzi, one of the great Italian tenors, one of the great tenors of all time, one of my favorites, singing Assi Ben Mio from Verdi's Il Trovatore, the troubadour. Uh, Baragonzi was just one of those great voices. As soon as he opened his mouth, you knew who it was. Grace, if you needed a case of the mellows, his voice was so smooth like butter. Just wonderful. Before that, we had the very famous uh, duet, La Ci Darem La Mano, a duet that I have sung many times. In fact, the first time I ever sang that duet, I was um, 17, I think, in high school. Yeah. Lucia Pop and Tom Krause are Zarlina and Don Giovanni in that duet. Before that, a lovely, and I wish the recording that I had went on to the next section, but we heard part of uh, Que Puro Cel from Orfeo and Eurydice by Gluck with Spanish mezzo-soprano Teresa Berganza, orchestra of the Royal Opera House Covent Garden, Alexander Gibson was the conductor. Before that, Tom Krause as Wolfram in O Star of Eve, Evening Star, from Wagner's Tannhäuser, with Argio Guadri conducting the Vienna Opera Orchestra, O Du Mein Holder Abendstern, beautiful aria. And to begin that set, oh, there they were, those noisy Valkyries, the ride of the Valkyries with the Vienna Philharmonic of St. George Schulte. That was taken from the famous Schulte Ring Cycle set, and let's give our Valkyries their due. Vera Schlosser, Birit Lindholm, Brigitte Fassbender, Helen Watts, Helga Dernisch, Vera Little, Marilyn Tyler, and Claudia Heilman. The one Valkyrie they didn't mention in that lineup was she was heard offstage, briefly, Birgit Nielsen. She was in there on that recording. little set of opera potpourri to get our evening going here, the first broadcast of 2023. And I hope, uh, hope everyone's doing well out there. I know I'm feeling pretty good today and i um, glad to be here. Doing what I do. One of the many things I do, but this is one of the things I do that I love the most coming on every Saturday night um, and giving you opera. People still ask me about Friday night at the opera. A lot of you who have been with me for a long time know this program started off on Friday nights. And a lot of, oh, that was a perfect night. Friday night was perfect. And then I got moved to Saturday a bit unceremoniously. And uh, But I've been here ever since, and um, my audience followed me. All right, we'll listen to you on Saturday have to. <laughs> but you're still there, and I want to thank you for it. Well, uh, let's keep this thing, this program on the up and up, and keep it organized from Sacramento State. This is Capital Public Radio, 88.9 KXPR-FM and HD Sacramento, 91.7 KXSR Groveland, Sonora, 88.7 KXJS Sutter, and 90.9 KXJZ HD2 Sacramento. This hour about the opera with yours truly is made possible by Malcolm McHenry, 
who invites you to join him in supporting Cap Radio's commitment to opera on the air and in the community by making your contribution today. Thank you, Malcolm. And thank you to everybody who uh, supports this station. And if you're hearing my voice right now and you've never been a member of Capital Public Radio, it is so easy to do. Go to capradio.org, click on the Donate button on the upper right, takes you right to the right portal, and you can do it in just a matter of a few minutes. Do whatever level you think you can manage. Five bucks a month, ten bucks a month, go evergreen. And this is in a fund drive right now, but I like to remind people that you don't have to wait to fund drives to become a member of Capital Public Radio. We come on a few times a year with our fund drives just to sort of remind everybody that we need your support. We need your support. It's very important. You are the public of public radio. Okay, well, having said all that, um, let's just uh, let's move on, shall we? Yes, we shall. One great diva who is still with us, the great soprano, Leontine Price. I think Leontine is like 94, 95 and, um, of course, I don't. she's not singing anymore, but um, is retired comfortably somewhere in the South. And um, she was one of the great grand dames of the opera world. If anyone could hold her head up high and use the term prima donna, it was Leontine Price. And the role that she was associated with, for many reasons, Aida the Ethiopian slave in Verdi's grand opera, Aida. Leontine did that role almost, I think, more than almost any other role that she did. And it was the last role that she did on the stage in the 1980s. I think it was 1986, I believe. I watched it live on Link, on Live from Lincoln Center, live from the Met on public television. Um, I saw her sing her final performance on the opera stage. Now, she went on to do recitals, and man, she was still totally rocking it years after that. You know, she sang, I think, I want to say she sang till she was almost 80. Just rock-solid technique, gracious, professional, and wonderful lady. Here she is singing the Act One aria from Verdi's Aida, the, the role she loved the best, the most. Ritona Vincitor, Return Victorious, and uh, this is recorded really early in her career. I believe this recording um, was from the... Let me double check. I, I love getting into the details sometimes on this stuff. Yeah, this was the uh, this was the studio recording she made with the Rome Opera Orchestra and Sir George Schulte conducting. So uh, we're in capable hands coming up here. And then after that, we're going to hear a little Puccini. So let's go back to Opera Potpourri. Here's Leontine Price from Verdi's Aida. Here we go. Enjoy.
Thank you. 
One of the great American sopranos, Grace Bumbry, just absolutely nailing the role of Eboli in Verdi's Don Carlo, a career that spanned both the repertory of the soprano and the mezzo-soprano, kind of like Shirley Verrett. Uh, they both kind of did the same thing. And she was just in her prime there with Shadrod Schulte in the Royal Opera House Covent Garden. Before that was Nikolai Gyurov, the Bulgarian bass, who was also husband to Italian soprano Mirella Freni. And he sang for us the serenade from the opera Faust by Charles Gounod, Edward Downs, conducted the London Symphony Orchestra. Well, the formidable and amazing vocalist, American mezzo-soprano Marilyn Horn before that, was our Delilah, uh, with Henry Lewis conducting the Vienna Opera Orchestra in Mon Coeur Souvois à Tevois, from Samson and Delilah by Camille Sasson, uh, a role that was just fit her voice like a glove. It was such a beautiful performance. The humming chorus from Madame Butterfly before that with the Vienna State Opera Chorus and the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra, Herbert von Karajan. That was taken from the Decca recording uh, of Butterfly that also featured Freni and Pavarotti and Christa Ludwig. I have that box set. And that particular studio recording of Madame Butterfly is one of my most recommended. Uh, if you don't have a box set or a fully a full recording of Butterfly, um, that is definitely up there, right along with the Renata Scotto, Carlo Baragonzi Butterfly with Sir John Barbaroli conducting. That is also a dynamite uh, recording as well. Uh, we heard the flower song from Georges Bizet's Carmen in there in the middle with Sir George Schulte, London Philharmonic, and uh, Rolando Villazon, the tenor. Ritona Vinci Torre from Verdi's Aida with Leontine Price with Sir George Schulte again. Boy, he's all over the place on these recordings with the Rome Opera Orchestra, uh, Leontine's favorite role of the Ethiopian slave Aida from Verdi's grand opera Aida, Ritona Vinci Torre, Return Victorious, she sings, at Aria from Act One. My name is Sean Bianco, and this is At the Opera. Tonight is All Opera Potpourri, our first broadcast of 2023. Thank you. Welcome. Glad you're there. From Sacramento State, it's Capital Public Radio, 88.9 KXPR-FM and HD Sacramento, 91.7 KXSR, Groveland, Sonora, 88.7 KXJS Sutter, and 90.9 KXJZ HD2 Sacramento. This hour of At the Opera with yours truly, is made possible by John and Lois Crow, who invite you to join them in supporting Cap Radio's commitment to opera on the air and in the community by making your contribution today. And if you want to make a contribution today, you can go to capradio.org, click on Donate, and give us a contribution or become a member. You can do it anytime. You don't have to wait till the fun drives. Get it over with. Make it easy. All right. Let's, uh, so that's that. And, uh, oh, by the way, next week, speaking, uh, speaking of Giuseppe Verdi, uh, I'm kind of excited. No, I'm very excited. I have a new recording. It's not recorded new. It was recorded in 1941. But it's an amazing recording of Verdi's The Force of Destiny, La Forza del Destino, with an all-Italian cast um, and uh, just a fantastic old-school recording with old school singers. Um, and on in the cast, the singers that I do know, uh, Dario Caselli, Ebe Stegnani, Carlo uh, Talibue, and Maria Caniglia. Um, 
so there are some singers on here that I know. Um, and uh, Galliano Mazzini, Mazzini is Don Alvaro. These are singers that a lot of people don't even know anymore. They're, they're, they were their careers were so long ago, but they were captured right at the beginning of the recording industry when they began to print LPs, long playing records. They were transitioning out of 78s into 33 and third. Um, and the Cetra Soria label, Cetra of Italy, began to, uh, when they were doing a Verdi commemoration celebration um, back, uh, back in the day, um, they recorded a bunch of these Verdi operas, and it was all done in the late 40s and early 50s. And uh, so the, the casts of those recordings were amazing. That's on deck next week. 1941 recording of Verdi's La Forza with an all-Italian cast, and I hope you stay tuned for that next week. All righty, let us just uh, move along. We have more opera potpourri. Where are we here? Oh, yes. So a soprano that is not a household name among opera fans, but she was fantastic. Her name was Maria Chiara. She did Aida. She did uh, Liu and Madame Butterfly. Uh, I mean, um, Turandot, excuse me. And uh, it was a fantastic voice. Her career was mainly in Europe. She didn't do a lot of performing here in the States. But luckily, we have a few uh, studio recordings of her. This is one. Here is the aria uh, Signora Scolta from Puccini's Turandot uh, with the Orchestra of, the, of Vienna with Nello Santi, one of the great, great maestros of back in the day in the 50s and 60s. And then we're going to go through and, and give you some more music from... Uh, Tales of Hoffman, Adriana La Couvre, A Masked Ball, and Carmen. Sit back and enjoy more opera potpourri. Here we go. Have a good time.
Arguably one of the most famous melodies in all of the opera world, the Toreador song from Carmen Jose Van Damme. Tatiana Traiano says Carmen, and uh, Sir George Schulte, there he is again. Uh, Schulte's everywhere. Uh, who's that coming up behind me? Oh, it's George Schulte. No. <laughs> the London Philharmonic. Uh, before that, oh, was a wonderful rendition, Moro Ma Prima in Grazia from A Masked Ball, Un Ballo in Mascara by Verdi. Italian soprano Renata Tabaldi with the new Philharmonia Orchestra and Olivero di Fabritis, the conductor. Before that, Bella Nuit o Nuit d'Amor. Beautiful Night, Night of Love. The Barcarolle from the Tales of Hoffman by Jacques Offenbach, Joan Sutherland and Huguette Tourangeau with Richard Bonning conducting the Swiss Romand Orchestra. Elegant, beautiful, gorgeous piece of music. Before that, um, I would say a slightly heavy-handed version of this aria, La Dolcissima Effige, from the Appa Adrena La Couvre by Chilea. Mario del Monaco was Amaruzio. The orchestra of the Academy of Santa Cecilia of Rome, Franco Capuano, was the conductor. Mario del Monaco, never known for his subtlety, 
although he could every once in a while back off on that pedal. And when he did, he, it was a nice thing that happened. Um, enormous voice. I can't imagine being the recording engineer at DECA whenever Delmonico walked in the back door to get ready for a recording session. I bet all the engineers were like, oh, no, it's that guy. <laughs> all right, pull the microphones back. Pull them way back. Way back. No, farther. No, farther. Put them back in the back room. <laughs> Let's just put the microphones out in the street, and it'll be perfect. Uh, that set began with Italian soprano Maria Chiara singing the role of Liu from Puccini's Turandot, Signora Scolta, with Nello Santi conducting the Vienna Vox Opera Orchestra. My name is Sean Bianco, and this is All Opera Potpourri, our first broadcast of 2023. And normally, I save these potpourri shows for the fifth Saturday of the month, which is what New Year's Eve was supposed to be. And then at the last minute, I was informed that NPR was going to preempt my show with a special New Year's Eve show, but it didn't end up airing on our radio station because of the storm. So what an ending to 2023. So I decided to do the Opera Potpourri show tonight. I hope you don't mind. And next week, we're going to be hearing a 1941 recording of The Force of Destiny by Verdi with a great old star, uh, old school cast from the 40s. All righty. Well, um, lots of great opera here on this program tonight. Um, I think we should just sort of um, keep on moving. You know, one of the voices, and he's been gone now for, what, what 2005, 2007? Uh, Luciana Pavarotti died um, you know, and uh, sang at the Olympics, uh, sang Nessun Dorma at the Olympics. You know, it was uh, kind of sad, but he pulled it off. I was, it was amazing. Always the consummate professional he was in that last televised performance. Um, but in his prime, he was one of the great Puccini tenors of all time. 1961, Pavarotti made his debut in the role of Rodolfo in La Boheme. He was a kid. And by the way, those of you, those audiophiles out there curious about hearing Luciano Pavarotti in 1961 at his debut in La Boheme as Rodolfo, you can actually go online and buy that recording. Somebody in their infinite wisdom thought they should record that performance, and it was recorded, and you can actually get Pavarotti's first debut professional performance. Let's hear him now in the Act One aria, Che Gelida Manina, Your Tiny Hand is Frozen, from Puccini's La Boheme. And this was recorded in the early 70s when he was just absolutely in his prime. And then we're going to go on to some more wonderful music. This next set will also include the Pearl Fishers duet. All righty. Let's sit back and enjoy more opera potpourri, the voice, the one and only, Luciano Pavarotti, singing Puccini. Enjoy.
si long jour, après de si long mois, où nous avons vécu séparés l'un de l'autre, Brahma nous réunit, que le joie est la nôtre. Mais parle, et tu restes fidèle à ton serment, Est-ce un ami que je revois ou bien un traître de mon amour profond Jésus me rendre Oublions le passé, faisons ce nous Soyons frères, restons amis.
Well, this is Sean Bianco, and that was a fun bunch of opera potpourri, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Let's go back and see what we had there. Oh, I just was sitting here basking in the glory of opera potpourri, going, oh, I just, oh, I love this piece. Oh, I love this piece. And then I realized, oh, I better, I better jump in here and let you know what you've been listening to. Hi. Good evening. Uh, this is at the opera. Tonight is our first broadcast. This is our broadcast, the first broadcast of 2023. Uh, I'm the host, Sean Bianco, and um, tonight is an all-opera potpourri. These all-opera potpourri shows are usually the fifth Saturday of the month, and December 31st was one of those. But we got preempted, but then we got hit by the storm, and no one heard it. So I'm starting fresh. 2023, opera potpourri. That was James McCracken as Canio in an excerpt from Leon Cavallo's Pagliacci with Lamberto Gardelli conducting the Rome Opera. Great little bit of chorus singing and singing by the great American Heldon tenor, dramatic tenor, James McCracken. Before that, another great tenor, Carlo Bergonzi, singing the role of Rodolfo from Verdi's Louisa Miller. Uh, and that, that aria was one of like his talisman. It was like the aria he did for every major concert, for every major recital. It was one of his favorite arias. And Verdi fit his voice like a glove. He was considered a Verdi tenor um, and was nice about how he sang the music of Giuseppe Verdi was that he sang it. He didn't bark it. He didn't yell it. He didn't shout it. He sang it. He was a graceful singer. And he gave uh, Verdi's music the due of that beautiful melodic line of the gentle transition from word to word, note to note. In other words, he was a bel canto, to use a 18th century musical term, um, of Verdi's music. Bel canto means beautiful singing. Of course, that's a very subjective sort of phrase. But um, it really was beautiful singing that Carlo Baragonzi engaged in in his whole career. Before that was uh, uh, Catalani's La Wally with Renata Tibaldi, Ne Andro Lontana, beautiful aria there, the Pearl Fishers duet. Before that, we heard uh, Libero de Luca and Jean Boreth sing our Nadir and our Zurga in uh, Georges Bizet's The Pearl Fishers. Uh, that duet, by the way, one of the most requested songs uh, on this program. So I hope you enjoyed that. The Jewels song, before that, Joan Sutherland by uh, uh, Charles Gounod from the opera Faust. Well, very early in her career there, Joan Sutherland, they used to call her the Dame from Down Under. She was from Australia, and she was married to her husband, accompanist conductor, Richard Bonney. Before that, we had the trio Suave Sia Il Vento from Cosi Van Tutti by Mozart, Lucia Pop, Brigitte Fassbender, Tom Krause, uh, the Verdi Haydn Orchestra. Wonderful recording of that trio. Non più dry, from The Marriage of Figaro by Mozart. Before that, Tom Krause again singing in that uh, beautiful aria, a very famous um, tune. can be called a famous tune, if I can use that word. Uh, the Flower Duet from Delibes Lachme. Before that, with Jane Berbier and Joan Sutherland with the National Opera Orchestra of Monte Carlo and Joan Sutherland's husband, Richard Bonning, conducting. And to begin that set was the great Italian tenor, Luciano Pavarotti, Che Gelida Manina, Your Tiny Hand is Frozen, from Puccini's La Boheme, 
with the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra. Herbert von Karajan was the conductor. And that also comes from the complete recording with von Karajan and Pavarotti. Also, Freni, Mirella Freni, is the Mimi on that recording. Totally recommend that particular London recording of La Boheme. Uh, not only were the voices fresh and, and in their prime, but the actual recording um, was in stereo, crystalline, crystalline sound, gor- gorgeous sound. Um, and uh, the the engineers at London Decca were just in their prime, in their prime. I think, you know, we played a recording here the other day on the station during the afternoon, I think it was. It was a 1957 or 1967 recording. And our, um, our, on our, our, our host, whoever that was, I can't remember who it was, might have been Mike Nelson, um, kept making a point about how old the recording was. Isn't that amazing, the, the fidelity of that recording, and especially considering what year it was recorded? Well, I think that a, a lot of recordings that came out of the major recording studios from like the late 1950s into the late 60s were some of the best audio, classical, and opera recordings ever made. Um, as the technology progressed and as things became more digitized and, you know, bits and pluses and minuses and, and um, or whatever, the, you know, O's and, what is it, in the CDs? Zeros and minuses, zeros and pluses, one of those things. <laughs> bits of data on a compact disc and also in hard drives. Um, the art of creating beautiful ambient acoustic sound in a recording studio, you know, placement of microphones. And now I think the software and the microphones, it's just you can you can plop a microphone down in a in a manhole cover and and, and get probably a pretty decent sound these days uh, because of the technology. But back in then it was an art form, it was crafting it and you had to create the right sound and you had to make sure the room was the right size, and you had to make sure the the microphones weren't too close to the singers, and they were just the right amount. It was it was an art form, and it still is an art. I'm not saying it's not an art form today, but it still is an art form. But they were really, I think, if you go back and listen to a lot of the recordings from the late 50s, early to mid and late 60s, 1960s, I think you'll find um, amazing recordings. Mercury Living Presence recordings, for example. RCA Living Stereo recordings, for example, um, they were unbelievable. The, the fidelity, you know, go back and listen to the Fritz Reiner Chicago Symphony Scheherazade recording from the 60s. That's my favorite. You can't touch it. It's unbelievable. Anyway, off my soapbox. From Sacramento State, this is Capital Public Radio. 88.9 KXPR FM and HD Sacramento, 91.7 KXSR Groveland Sonora, 88.7 KXJS Sutter, and 90.9 KXJZ HD2 Sacramento. This hour about the opera with yours truly is made possible by Joel Karish, who invites you to join him in supporting Cap Radio's commitment to opera on the air and in the community by making your contribution today. And thank you, Joel, John and Lois, and also Malcolm. All righty, uh, we've got more opera potpourri coming your way. So um, I think we should just keep the good times rolling. We have Giuseppe Di Stefano coming up, Ingvar Vixel, Kerry Takanawa, UC Burling. A lot of good stuff in this next set. A lot of good stuff. 
Let's continue the evening. Thank you for tuning in on the first broadcast of 2023. This is Opera Potpourri. Enjoy.
Giuseppe today, oh, one of the great dramatic baritones of the 20th century. The Tadeum from the end of Act One of Puccini's Tosca, the Vienna State Opera Chorus, the Vienna Philharmonic, Herbert von Karajan, conducting. What a great scene at the end of Tosca, Act One. Before that, the one and only Yussi Bjurling singing for us Heaven and Sea. Cielo e Mar from my favorite opera, La Gioconda by Ponchielli. Yussi Bjurling as our Enzo and Alberto Erde, the conductor of the orchestra. Before that, Luciano Pavarotti and John Sutherland, La Traviata, Undi Felice, with the National Philharmonic Orchestra and Richard Bonning. Before that, Vici Darte from Puccini's Tosca with Kerry Ticanawa, singing Tosca with the National Philharmonic Orchestra, Sir George Schulte conducting. And before that, we heard the prologue, Si Puo, Si Puo, from Leon Cavallo's Pagliacci, with Ingvar Vixel singing Tonio, with the National Philharmonic Orchestra and Giuseppe Patanay conducting. Before that was the Polonaise, Son Vergine Bezzosa, from Vincenzo Bellini's I Puritani, the Puritans. Joan Sutherland was Elvira. Orchestra of the Royal Opera House Covent Garden was conducted by Francesco Maronari Pradelli. I believe, was taken from her first uh, commercial recital album on London. And then to begin that set, Pourquoi me réveiller from the opera Werther by Jules Massenet, Sicilian tenor Giuseppe Di Stefano, uh, conducted uh, by Franco Patanet, and it was the Tonhalle Orchestra of Zurich, the great Giuseppe Di Stefano. My name is Sean Bianco, and this is At the Opera. Thank you so much for tuning in and um, having a great potpourri tonight, and I got more potpourri on the way. Next week's feature opera, a 1941 recording of La Forza del Destino by Verdi with a great all-Italian cast connected by Gino Martinucci um, and uh, Mart- uh, no, that's not pronounced right. Martinucci, there we go. And... Um, We'll be talking more about this recording, of course, next week, but it's really a great historical document for old Verdi recordings going all the way back to right when we were moving from 78 recordings into 33 and the third recordings. So I hope you enjoy it. And it actually sounds amazing. It's been completely restored, transferred, digitally remastered um, with, a, with a brand new audio master. I mean, it just... They did a great job. You won't even you won't even really be able to hear the age of the recording. They did such a good job. From Sacramento State, this is Capital Public Radio, eighty-eight nine KXPR FM and HD Sacramento, ninety-one seven KXSR Groveland Sonora, eighty-eight seven KXJS Sutter, and ninety point nine KXJZ HD two Sacramento. This hour about the opera with yours truly, Sean Bianco is made possible by Joyce Ratner, who invites you to join her in supporting our commitment here at Cap Radio to opera on the air and in the community by making your contribution today. Uh, also, uh, just FYI, um, a lot of people email me and say, hey, I want to go back and hear that show on back in November or whenever it was. Well, You'll be happy to know, if you don't know this already, if you go to capradio.org and click on Programs and Podcasts, scroll down to At the Opera, click At the Opera, 
Uh, and then on the right-hand side of the screen, you'll see past shows. There is an archive on our website of this program going back six years. I do 52 broadcasts a year, uh, and every one of those has been archived on capradio.org, the last six years' worth of shows. So if I play an opera you don't like, well, take a break from it and go online and pick one out that you like. You know, it's that easy. Capradio.org slash at the opera. All righty. What do we have going on now? So in the modern, or more modern, not modern modern, but, you know, after the greats of Verdi and Puccini and the like, Samuel Barber wrote an opera called Vanessa. And in that, there is an ensemble called To Leave and To Break. Here's a recording of Eleanor Stieber, Rosalind Elias, Regina Resnick, Nikolai Guetta, and Giorgio Tozzi doing this short excerpt from Barber's Vanessa. And then after that, we'll have music from Barber of Seville, Verdi's Macbeth, and Puccini's Turandot. Here's more opera potpourri for your Saturday night. Enjoy.
The, I call that a duet of the Battle of the Testosterones. 
<laughs> Tito Gobi and John Vickers going toe-to-toe in C. Pelcel from the end of Act Two of Verdi's Otello. Before that was Tace la Notte with Leontine Price from Verdi's Il Travatore, a trio of selections before that from Puccini's Turandot, Nessun Dorma in Questa Regia and Signora Scolta with Yussi Bierling, Birgit Nielsen, and Renata Tibaldi. Before that, we heard three selections from Verdi's Macbeth with Leonard Warren, Carlo Baragonzi, and Leona Resnick, and to begin that said, Robert Merrill singing the Largo Afak Totem from the Barber of Seville. And, uh, and just before that, we heard an excerpt from Samuel Barber's Vanessa, To Leave, To Break, starring the voices of Giorgio Tozzi, Nikolai Geta, Regina Resnick, Rosalind Elias, and Eleanor Steeper. What a great a bunch of just fantastic singers on our first broadcast of 2023 here at Cap Radio. My name is Sean Bianco, and I want to say Happy New Year to everybody, and um, hope you're doing well. It's been a great show. Hope you enjoyed the Potpourri Show tonight. Hope you enjoyed uh, the Medea by Carabini this morning, live from the Met. And I'll be back next week with more Met and more at the Opera. Next week's at the Opera feature recording in 1941, Nuovo Fonticetra recording from 1941, La Forza del Destino by Verdi, starring Maria Caniglia, Carlo Talibue, and Galliano Massini. Great old-school recording with a bunch of old-school singers. From Sacramento State, this is Capital Public Radio, 88.9 KXPR-FM in HD Sacramento, 91.7 KXSR Groveland, Sonora, 88.7 KXJS Sutter, and 90.9 KXJZ HD2 Sacramento. I have a little bit of time left, and as you've been listening to these shows for a long time, my regular programs and the potpourri shows, you know that I love to end with Giuseppe Di Stefano. So let's have a little bit of Giuseppe Di Stefano to end our show. Here's a couple Italian favorites. Take it away, people. Mark! 
Well, folks, thank you so much for listening to the show tonight. I'm going to let Giuseppe take us out. Like I always say, don't work so hard, don't drive so fast, and as always, keep opera in your heart. Be back next week with Verdi's The Force of Destiny. Honey, put the kettle on. I'm coming home. Happy New Year's, everybody. Take care of yourselves and see you next week. And good night.